Welcome to You Can Want in One Hand podcast, where you will feel loved and seen and find a place where you don't feel so alone as I talk through my life experiences of the past two years, graduating college, getting a puppy, moving to a new city, starting a new job in corporate America, moving in with my boyfriend, that boyfriend proposing, buying a house, getting another dog, studying for my fitness and nutrition certifications, planning a wedding, starting a business, getting married, and all the life that happened in between that brings us to today. I hope this space gives you a little comfort as you walk through the chaos of life, love, faith, and fitness. I'm Grace, your host, and I'm so glad that you're joining me today. Welcome back, and welcome if you are new. Um, This is my podcast, and all of those things that I just shared, that's why I started. And I'm just really glad that you are joining me today. So, um, starting off strong, we will get into goals, highs, and lows. Um, The weather in Kansas City today was fabulous it was like 60 degrees it was so nice outside i went to church and then went to brunch with one of my friends and then um went and picked up gluten-free cookies from casey cookie company and my reward for recording this podcast is getting to eat one of those cookies so i don't have a review yet but i will absolutely review them over on my instagram story because i have really high hopes they look delicious and the box smells amazing so i'm very excited for that and then I came home, read my book, went on the long walk, meal prepped. It's just been a busy Sunday, um, which it also has had some like relaxation and fun. So it's been a really good Sunday. I'm really glad that I got a lot done today, but also had time to just relax and read and go on a walk and just hang out. Um, yeah, because it's nice to not be so crazy busy on Sundays. And I'll kind of talk about that as well, but... Um, Today's podcast episode is all about planning. So the title of today's episode is Failing to Plan is Planning to Fail. I'm sure you've probably heard that before, but I will get more into what I mean by that. Before we do that, my high and low of this past week, uh, my high was that the sun was out like three, four days in a row, and I just like could feel my mood just increasing so much just from the sun being out and being able to walk outside again. Um, the beginning of the week, I think, was pretty cold. I can't even remember. But as it got warmer, I was able to go outside and walk outside in the sunshine and the sun staying up later. So just overall, the sunshine is, has just been my high. Uh, and then my low has just been work, has not been super fabulous. So trying to get through the long days, especially when it hasn't been sunny, has been difficult. And then I was sick, so... My low's just been, work just hasn't been great. But it's a job. I'm very blessed to have a good job, especially with all the layoffs that have been going on in the tech world. And I'm very grateful for that, so I don't want to complain too much. But anyway, my goals for this upcoming week are four morning workouts, which is very ambitious. But I'm counting Saturday, too, because I did work out this past Saturday in the morning. And sometimes my Saturday workout I do in the afternoon. Um, this is the last week of Tighter Together, so I really want to finish strong and get my morning workouts in. So I want to work out four times in the morning. Hopefully I can do that because I really do enjoy getting up early. And then I really want to work on my new program for myself since this is the last week of Tighter Together. I might do one, like I might repeat this week again next week. I'm not sure yet, but I haven't made myself a new program and it's kind of time like I'm ready for something new so I really want to work on that and actually like, spend time during the week going over it so I can 
revise and kind of like go through what the program would look like and spend more time on it than like throwing it together on a Sunday, which is usually what I end up doing. Um, and they all turn out fine and I make a lot of progress, but I just want to like put a lot of time and effort into this because I have some really good ideas for a new like setup of my programming. Um, and on that, I also want to work on getting new clients. This is something I'm going to talk about in my planning, uh, failing to plan is I haven't really planned out how to gain traction in my business now that my wedding's over and the holiday season's over and it's the new year and it has something it is something that I really want to do and spend time on so this week I want to kind of make a plan on how I want to do that and then um I feel like a baby that I'm having like sleep regression like for I know in my podcast every freaking week like a few weeks ago it had been my goal had been sleeping and I go to bed at a good time I just have not been sleeping well so um and then I had a couple weeks of really good sleep and then I'm back to just not sleeping well like even this weekend not having anything to do like nothing on my mind no stress I just didn't sleep well at all I was tossing and turning and waking up in the middle of the night so I really want to work on my sleep doing all my things drinking my tart cherry using my sleep drops before I go to bed so I can help promote that deep sleep so that is my goals for the week let me know yours on instagram and um you can find that in the description but other than that i don't really have any life updates so let's just hop right into the episode all right y'all so today's episode failing to plan is planning to fail and I'm going to be honest, my husband sparked my um, creativity for this episode topic, and then when I was on a walk, I just had a lot of great things I wanted to talk about, and if you know me, I am a very planned out person, probably to a fault, and I definitely don't want anyone listening to this to think they have to be to the extreme that I am, but I do know that some of the things that I do to plan out my week and plan out my days really does help my success and that is why I'm pretty planned, especially during the weekdays. And I wanted to share that because I do have clients and friends and people wondering like how I am disciplined and successful in my fitness journey and just like my overall health and wellness. And I want to share how I do that and how my tips that I have if you're trying to do that um, to get into a good plan and a good routine and to achieve your goals really um any goals they don't have to be fitness goals but this is kind of just an overview of how I plan out my weeks how I plan out what I'm going to do and places that I have a fault of that and where I fail to plan and then I kind of fail you know so not really fail I use that term really lightly like I'm not saying if you fail to have a plan that you're just going to fail in life um it's just the saying is really catchy and it makes it a really good topic to talk about so I don't mean that in any way just you aren't going to be successful in what you're wanting to do if you don't have a plan most of the time at least you know in my experience and I don't have that much experience, but in the experience that I have, this is kind of what I think. So, um, a big thing for me to start is meal prepping. That is how I plan for my week. And I was just sharing with a friend that, um, planning ahead on macros is how to really be successful with macros. And if you do track macros, or even if you don't, 
planning ahead your meals for the week is going to take away a lot of the stress and take away all of the thought of it because it's already ready to go. So I meal prep breakfast and lunch. I don't meal prep dinner, but I do plan out dinners when I grocery shop. I I try to only grocery shop once a week. And so I plan out everything that I'm going to eat during the week, but I specifically meal prep just breakfast and lunch. And then I make dinner the night of, we might have leftovers if there are the next day, or I'll just cook again. Um, but planning ahead on macros really helps me plan for the week and, um, like plan what I'm going to eat. So it helps me stick to my macros stick to what I'm going to do, stick to my plan, and therefore be successful. If I did not meal prep, I would have a really hard time sticking to my macros. The same way as when I do meal prep on Sundays, I put it into my macros first app of what every day will look like at least up until dinner time. So like all my snacks, I guess I kind of prep my snacks, but my breakfast snacks, lunch, afternoon snacks, my whole day up until dinner is usually the same every day. And so I can put that into my macros first app on Sundays when I'm meal prepping or on Fridays when I'm thinking about what to meal prep. And then I've already planned ahead for the week and ready to be successful on my macros. If I didn't do that, I would have a really hard time sticking to my macros because I might end, like that's how people end the day with 50 grams of protein still needed and you know, like 100 calories. Not really because that doesn't add up, but I mean, 200 calories and 50 grams of protein. That's how you end the day like that, is when you don't plan ahead. So to be successful in macros, at least for me, planning ahead is a big thing for me. And it doesn't take all that much time. It actually takes a lot less time overall to plan it ahead, make one meal and split it into five containers, than to make it every single night, to make my lunch every single night. I've done that before. It takes forever. And like... My meals when I meal prep them are way better because I make like a crock pot meal or something like that, um, especially in the winter. And so I get like a better meal. It fits into my macros better. It's all over just better. Um, like start to finish this morning, I got up before church. I was able to meal prep uh, breakfast and lunch all before we left for church. It took me about an hour. I got up pretty early because like I said, I wasn't sleeping well. But an hour aside from putting the crock pot meal into containers because it obviously wasn't ready until the afternoon, but an hour to set myself up success for the whole week. Like that is a pretty good trade-off. I think I even associate like meal prepping with it takes me half the day on Sunday, but that's usually when I do it in the afternoon and I'm just not really in the mood. But if like this morning, I really wanted to challenge myself to see if I could get it all done. And that was like chopping veggies, making everything. I did my lunch was just a crock pot meal, so, like, the, that takes, like, 10 minutes to put together. But my breakfast was, like, an egg scramble, so chopping all the vegetables, cooking it all, and putting it that all into containers, and, like, putting my cottage cheese in containers, and making sure everything was in macros first, how it was supposed to be. Like, it took me an hour to set myself up for success for the whole week. Like, that makes a big difference. Um... Also, spending 30 minutes on Fridays grocery shopping to set myself up for success for a whole week. I only grocery shop on Fridays over lunch. It takes me 30 minutes. Sometimes, actually most of the time, I will have to go to one other store because Aldi doesn't have everything I need. And I'll do that like Friday or Saturday. But it's I usually just go to Target and I was going to go there over the weekend anyway. Um, or I'll do a pickup order and that takes 15 minutes. So, let's say an hour overall to do grocery shopping. 
to set myself up for success for the whole week and I don't waste any more time at the grocery store unless like I really forgot something and that does not happen every week or if we decide we want something different then I can run by the store on the way home from work but an hour at the store once a week is not bad to me it helps me save money and if I already plan out dinners again it takes out the thought if I don't take out the thought we end up eating out because I didn't have a plan and then I we were both tired after work and we're like well what are we gonna do for dinner we don't have any plans so let's just go out to eat if you're trying to avoid going out to eat I would highly suggest grocery shopping ahead of time and planning what you're gonna make for dinner you do not have to meal prep dinners I know that's a lot to meal prep three meals a day and I don't even want to do that like I really do enjoy cooking dinner after work um, as long as it's a quick dinner <laughs> most of the things I make take like 30 minutes or less but if I wouldn't have planned those out the week before when I go grocery shopping, I would not make dinner. And I definitely wouldn't make the healthy meals that I make because they take a little bit more thought. Not much more work, but a little bit more thought out to make sure I have the ingredients that I need or I set chicken out of the freezer or beef or whatever it may be. Um, because especially if you're making high protein meals that are macro friendly, you kind of have to think those things ahead. You have to make sure you have the ingredients that you need for them. And not just like throwing something together last minute, which also works. But when you have a plan, you're gonna you're more likely to succeed and stick to that plan. Because when you're tired after work and you don't want to think about dinner, but you already had written down, oh, I'm making chicken pasta for dinner, then you don't even have to think about it, and you can just throw it together and have a great dinner at home, and avoid going out. Whether it's for macro reasons or saving money, or you just want to cook at home more, taking the thought out of it is gonna help you be more successful. So. That is my advice on the grocery shopping and the meal prepping. Um, it just helps me a lot. And on that with the macros, um, planning ahead on macros, it really helps with plans that you have during the week too, if you can do that plan ahead. So like my breakfast and lunch is very consistent. So I kind of know the macros that I have for snacks and dinner and dessert every day. And Planning ahead on those things makes it where I can make donut day work into my macros or I can make Friday, like we go on Friday morning coffee dates. So that is already planned ahead. I'm already set up for success to not go over my macros because that's not a surprise and it's something I already planned for. Planning dates, eating out, going to get ice cream, going out with friends, like those are things you can plan into your macros and still stay within your macros for the day if you plan ahead. If you don't plan ahead and you didn't have a plan for breakfast and lunch and then you get to the, you know, get to happy hour and you already are way over your macros, then what are you going to do, you know? Like, yeah, you're over your macros and that's fine every once in a while, but if you have something going on every day, it's really helpful to just plan those things ahead. So you can fit them into your macros and then you're going to feel more successful and feel more motivated to stick with it and not just be like, well, three days in a row I've gone over my macros, so what's even the point in tracking them anymore? Because I know how easy that can be. So plan ahead on your macros based on the plans you have for the week because it will really help, again, set you up for success and failing to plan means you're planning to fail. So failing to plan for those things that are going to come up during the week, whether it be work lunches or going out to ice cream or somebody brought in donuts means you're planning to fail. Um, another thing on that, planning ahead when I'm going to work out. 
based on my plans for the week. Plans for the week are really important to plan your health and wellness around because your health and wellness is the most important. And I know having plans is also part of that. But if you don't think ahead that you have plans all evening on Tuesday and you decide to sleep in because you say you'll work out later and forget that you have plans that evening, then now you've missed your workout window and you're going to miss your workout for the day. That's not a huge deal. I'm not, I'm not saying it's a bad thing to miss workouts, but I know for myself, like, then I feel like I'm letting myself down because I could have gotten up early if I would have just planned ahead. And the same goes for, like, working out after work. Like, if you don't have plans and you're feeling tired, that's a great opportunity to just sleep in and plan to work out after work. Like, I know that maybe on Tuesdays, I don't have anything going on after work. So I'm going to allow myself to sleep in that day and plan to work out after work because I have that opportunity and that's one of the mornings that I can go ahead and knock it up early um, and kind of give myself a break in the week of getting up really early to work out. It just helps you stick to your plans and, you know, be more successful on your workout journey and your health journey. Um, Another thing on that is workout classes and how they're going to work into your schedule. I love to go to a workout class, but if I do not plan my week around it, I'm not going to make it to yoga. Like, I love to go to hot yoga, but I want to also make sure I get in my foundational workouts, and then I, if I don't plan that ahead, it gets to the end of the week, and I'm like, well, I didn't make it to yoga this week. So I need to plan ahead on those things. I also need to plan ahead on when I'm going to go on walks. I go on a walk every single day over my lunch break. If I know that I have something over lunch, I plan it out if I can to make sure that I get on a walk after work or in the middle of the day, looking at my work schedule, hey, at two o'clock, I don't have any meetings. I'm going to go on a 15 minute walk because I'm not going to be able to make it over lunchtime. Walks are really important to me and my mental health. And when I'm having a down day or in a bad mood, going on a walk really, really boosts my mood. And I can really feel it when I don't prioritize making time for that. So planning ahead on that really helps me and will probably help you too. So if walking is really important to you, if anything's really important to you to get into your everyday routine, you have to plan ahead to make sure it's going to happen. Whether that be self-care, quiet time with the Lord. I was not prioritizing that. And then that was one of my New Year's goals was to prioritize that in the morning. So I have a devotional book sitting on my island counter because I read that while I eat breakfast in the morning. It, that has set me up for success to get that done. If I do not take the time to sit down and eat breakfast, I'm not going to take the time to do that. And then I don't start my day off the way that I want to because I'm planning ahead. Planning ahead. Planning ahead. <laughs> How many times am I going to take a shot every time I say planning ahead? Um, it's just, you know, setting myself up for success. Another thing that I plan out is when I'm going to do my reset for the week. If you don't do a, like a hard house cleaning reset, then this is not applicable, but this is what I do. Um, Sundays just wasn't serving me to be a reset day. I know it is like, I, I mean, I had been doing a Sunday reset basically since I started my job and I call it that because that's like the TikTok thing is like my Sunday reset. And, um, Aubrey, from Kel Couture on Instagram posted that she does a Thursday reset. Like, I don't, this was months ago and I immediately started trying it 
and I love it. Like, I will never go back to Sunday if I don't have to. Obviously, if I'm, like, traveling or something comes up, I can do it another day, but the ability to go into the weekend not feeling like I have this dragging to-do list on a Sunday has really, really helped me and, again, set me up for success to get all my cleaning done and also not feel burnt out at the end of a Sunday night. I was always, like, never finishing my to-do list on a Sunday and it just really got me down and it was a really bad way to start the week. I was failing. Um, I was failing at giving myself the opportunity to reset myself on Sundays and prepare for the week by leaving all of my household tasks to do on a Sunday on top of meal prepping and going to church and whatever else came up because something always comes up on a Sunday too. So it's really helped me to have the opportunity to have a clean home and get things put back together on Thursday um, instead of saving that all for Sunday and feeling like I didn't finish it all. Because for me, a clean house equals clean thoughts and less anxiety about a lot of things. Like It really just helps have a clear head. And before I switched doing Thursdays, a lot of times I wouldn't get to that on Sundays or I wouldn't get to cleaning the whole house. I would just like spot clean and just kind of tidy up just to say that I did it and it wasn't what I wanted it to be. And then I felt really chaotic going into Monday. So that is another thing that planning out to do my reset on Thursdays and always having that in my schedule, in my calendar, it only takes me a couple hours at this point because I just start my laundry during the day if I work from home and then get everything knocked out when I get done with work and then I'm done and I don't have to think about it again. So that has really, you know, taken the thought out of it. Planning ahead takes the thought out of it, which makes me more successful. <laughs> but um, another thing that I kind of struggle with still is my to-do list. And I know this is going to be hard to explain, but planning ahead my to-do list for the week is something that I try to do. But like I said, I still struggle because I will end up not balancing out the things that I need to get done during the week and then my to-do list for Thursday Friday gets really really long and then it pushes into Saturday and then it pushes into Sunday and then I feel overwhelmed because I'm not completing any of my to-do list and for me completing my to-do list for the day or getting it like 80% done is something that I like just need to do to feel accomplished like nobody wants to have 16 tasks left on their to-do list at the end of the day but when you don't spread out those tasks and Thursday which this is a real life example. Thursday's my day, I have my cleaning tasks on my to-do list and I write each one of them out to like reset the house. But then when I add 10 other tasks because I neglected to add them to like spread them out between Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then all of that stuff is on my to-do list for Thursday and it feels like I have a million things to do and not enough time, I am setting myself up for failure. Um, and it happens to me a lot. So it's definitely one that I'm working on. Um, and you know, there's a lot of places that I've fail to plan and then kind of feel like I'm failing. Like in the beginning when I said my clients for my business, like I don't really have a plan for that. Um, another thing for that on that is like social media content. That's a place I struggle to plan ahead. And it is something that I want to get better on because I do want to be present on social media, but then I get overwhelmed because I feel like I haven't posted in a long time. And then I just don't do it at all. Um, and that's, you know, the same way of if I don't plan meals ahead then I get overwhelmed and then I just don't cook at all and then we go out to eat I don't plan 
that social media content ahead and then I just don't post at all. So I'm trying to get better about that, but hold me accountable. Um, also, when we weren't planning date nights, we've gotten better at this. We actually put them on the calendar at the beginning of the month, but we started that at the new year. Before that, we would just like say like, oh, this is our date night. And then we would forget about it or skip it or not realize that it was the day of the date night and not have plans. And then we fail at having date night and we would go weeks without it. Um, another thing is spending time with friends. This is an area I really struggle with because I get really like, I don't really like to do a lot during the week. We already have Switch, um, which is youth group, and we are looking to join a life group, which would meet during the week. So then your weeknights get really filled up, especially when Brendan's flying during the weeknights too. And then I just like neglect to spend time with friends and don't ever make plans. And then I don't see them for a month. Like the friend I hung out with today, I haven't seen her literally, I think like maybe since before Christmas. And it's just because we never planned to hang out. Like we didn't have a plan. And so we just never hung out and I didn't have it like on my calendar in my head, like, Hey, I need to reach out to this friend and make plans with her. Um, so that's one that I'm working on actively sort of, it's not, it's a, it's an area I need to get better in. Uh, another one that I've gotten better at now, but in the winter steps are really hard. And that's why I made sure to make a point about steps in my like planning ahead on workouts because if you don't kind of plan ahead when you're going to be able to get a walk in or when you're going to be able to get steps in then it's really easy to end the day and be like wow I only walked 4,000 steps today and as someone who normally walks 8 to 10,000 steps like that's not very much so planning that ahead especially on the days I work from home when I'm in the office I get a lot more steps because I'm walking back and forth to get water or go to the bathroom and that just gets me up and moving quite frequently but when I'm at home I'll end up being at my desk sedentary for a while so I have to plan in like hey I'm working from home today so at 10 o'clock I'm gonna get up and take a couple laps around the house if it's cold or take a really short lap outside if it's not and set myself up for success by planning that ahead because I you know that's a place where I was failing but have gotten better so I also wanted to you know include some areas that I need to improve on because I'm definitely not perfect um, I'm not perfect with any of these things that I'm sharing. I'm just sharing my experience with them because it has helped me a lot to be really successful on my fitness journey and to help my clients also be successful, clients and friends. Um, and you all are my friends, so I want you to be successful too. So if anything in this episode resonated with you, I would love if you shared with your friends or on Instagram. Um, it really helps get my podcast name out there and I would love to have more listeners in this fun little community and reach out to me on Instagram if you have any other questions about planning and or anything that I do um, in my fitness journey I'd love to share with you and if you're interested in coaching uh, you can set up a call on my website which is in the link in the show description it's totally free to you you can also just send me a message on Instagram and we can chat I can answer questions and yeah follow me on Instagram and TikTok I do love to post on TikTok. That's one of my faves. Um, and I'm trying to get better about Instagram, like I said, but I thank you so much for listening to this episode and I will talk to you next week. Bye.